Hi, and thanks for checking out our City Reach Philly podcast from wherever you are listening. We hope you are encouraged by this week's message. The title of today's message is, He Will Deliver Me. Again, I'm going to say it again. He will deliver me. I want you to talk to the person next to you. And you're going to say it real nice and loud. He will, he will deliver me. Deliver me. I say it to the person on the other side. He will, he will deliver me. How many need a little bit of deliverance in the house? Glory to Jesus. I'm excited about this word. and um, It's actually found in the book of Psalms. Chapter 34, Book of Psalms, chapter 34, and as we look that up in your Bible or your electronic device, uh, uh, I'm excited about this word, hallelujah. There's a couple songs that have been written uh, on this specific verse, verse 1, and I was going to try and sing it, but I'm not going to try to sing it. Not that I can't sing, I'm not the greatest singer, but I got that other song in my mind, and so it's gone. But the Word of God says this. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The hum- humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for your word. We honor you, Holy Spirit. Speak to us today, Lord, as we we seek you, God, and and allow you to become our deliverer. Lord, because we know that you will deliver us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. as, as you know, if you if maybe it's the first time you ever heard this scripture, and, and that's okay. Maybe you've heard this scripture many, many times, as I have, and uh, it doesn't make any of us better than, than each other because God is going to speak to uh, all of us today. So I believe that. And as we look at this um, this scripture, I just want to give you a little a background on, on what's happening. You have King David; he's the one that wrote this, and King David was going through a tough time. Uh, he was running from a, from, from a bunch of people. He was running from the king, King Saul. He was also running from the Philistines. Uh, he was trying to find his place in, in, in the world at that time where he was supposed to be. How many know what it is to be running away from some stuff in our lives, right? And he was running from to and fro. And, 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 and in the process, God brought some broken people, some broken men to him. The Bible says that they were uh, in debt. They were bitter, they were hurting, and, and he's, he's with these men, and he finds himself, actually, when he writes this, it's, it's right after he left uh, the king of Achish, a Philistine. He had just left there. Uh, he found himself in front of this other king and didn't really know what to do, and he acted like an insane person. Bible says he acted crazy so that the, the king would just get him out of, that, out of that area. So when he was in this area, the people there say, hey, there's King David. They bring King David to the King Akish. When he sees David, David acts like a madman. And then the king says, just get him out of my face. The Bible says he was foaming from the mouth. He just acted like a crazy man. Yeah. But he got out of there. When he got out, he went back. And he finds himself in, in a cave, the cave of Abdullah, when he begins to write this song. 
this praise to the Lord. But here we find David running, the one who was chosen by God, the one who was anointed by the prophet, the one who had killed a giant. We find him running. And I don't know what God has placed on your life. Maybe you know what that calling is. Maybe you know what that gift is upon your life. And maybe you don't, but I, I pray that you would discover that thing. But it doesn't matter if you know it or not. Know that God is faithful in everything that he does. Amen. He's faithful. And maybe you're running towards that calling. Maybe you're trying to discover that calling. And that's what David was. David was like, I know that I'm called. I know I was anointed by the prophet. I know that God has something powerful for me. I know that there was a day that my faith arose and I was able to face the giants. But in the midst of it, he, he was running. He was feeling alone. There was times when even his own men who trusted and loved him would turn on him. And the only person he could turn to was the Lord. And there's times in your journey, brothers and sisters, where there is no one to turn to except look up and pray for mercy and grace. Hallelujah. The way we're going to look at this scripture today, I want to do it a little different. I kind of want us to break the, the scripture down because I really want you to understand this. When we open the word of God, we need to take our time with it and look at it. We need, we need the, the Lord to speak to us. If we got to open some commentaries, if we got to do a little bit of research on a verse, that's good. That's good. When we, when we go a little deeper into the verse, when we go a little bit deeper into the scripture, so we're going to do a little bit of that today so that I feel you will get inspired to open your Bible when you get home this week and say, Lord, speak to me. Because that's where your spirit is going to be fed. So as we go through this, your spirit will get fed through this sermon. But there's a little bit, a, a lot, let me tell you. It's a little more intimate when you make your own meal. Right? Right? It's a little better when you, when, you, when you know exactly how much salt you put in there, right? And you ain't got to guess. Right? Something about the intimacy, about feeding yourself. And not always being fed. Glory to Jesus. I'm glad you're here and I pray you'll be fed. But God wants you to go a little bit deeper. Glory to Jesus. So let's put that verse up there. I want you to leave the verse up there, verse 1. And it says this. It says, I will bless the Lord. How many times have I said that? I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. I probably read this verse, uh, I don't know, a lot of times. But we're going to stop with that word, I. I. So, so I can't talk for the person next to me, right? But I. I. I, I don't know what, what the person next to me is going through. But I, I, sometimes we need to stop right there on that first word. I, I will. Not I might, not perhaps, but I will. Something that's, there's a little bit more commitment there when I say I will, right? And we live in a world that's full of people who can't keep their word, right? The, our word doesn't mean what it used to mean, right? Now, if you say so, you better have a signed contract, you better have a witness, you better have it on video, because it's probably not going to happen, right? And even then, it, it sometimes doesn't happen. But we see David saying, I, I will. Remember what his situation is like, he's running. But in the midst of it, he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. That's not so easy, brothers and sisters. 
It may look easy. We can just run over that part of the verse, but it is not so easy to bless the Lord at all times. His son would write in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 33, that there's a time for everything, that there's a season for everything. And maybe you're familiar with that. We're not going to read that whole thing. But in that, he said there's a time to laugh and a time to cry. There's a time to reap and there's a time to sow. There's a time to live and there's a time to die, right? There's all these seasons in our life. There's a time when we need to cry. There's a time when we need to rejoice. There's a time in our lives and there's a season, right? Hallelujah. We're helping somebody else. And there's also a time when someone needs to help us. But we see that regardless of that, David says, it doesn't matter what season I'm in. Whether I'm reaping or sowing, whether I'm crying or laughing, whether I'm living or dying, I will bless the Lord at all times. At all times. Sometimes we cannot move forward. Sometimes we find ourselves in the same place because the season changes and our blessing towards God changes as well. We stop to bless the Lord because look where I'm at, Lord. We, we cease to bless him because of what we're going through. Because things didn't turn out perhaps the way we wanted them to turn out. And we cease to bless the Lord. So just that first part of that verse says, I will bless the Lord at all times is not as easy as it seems. But we see David say, I will. He goes on to say, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I feel the Holy Spirit up here. In and out of season, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I love what Job says, and, and I got this in, in this part, this verse in, in the Spanish service of Pastor Francisco. He said this in, in Job 13, 15. This is Job talking about his faithfulness to God. He said, though he slay me, in other words, though God kill me, yet I will trust in him. That's not an easy place to be. When we say no matter what, I'm going to trust the Lord. No matter what, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Because he will deliver me. Amen. Oh, God. Let's say that again. He will deliver me. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Look at that word praise. That word praise is related in the Latin, and I'm not smart enough to give you the Greek and the Hebrew right now, but in the Latin, it's related to the word appraisal. Praise, appraisal, they're related. Not the same word, but they're related. And as I look at that word, what was it saying? As I praise him, my spirit does an appraisal on who he is. As I praise him, I'm doing an appraisal. And the praise is just saying, what is that thing worth? But as you begin to open your mouth and that praise is continually on your mouth, regardless of the season, your spirit begins to do an appraisal on the greatness of God. And as we do that appraisal on a daily basis, all of a sudden, as you do that appraisal, your spirit says, guess what? He's worth a little more than he was worth yesterday. That's why it has to be continual. That's why the heaven, in heaven, the angels who cry out, holy, 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 as they cry out, holy, they discover something new about God as they 
that praise continually comes out of their mouth, and that is why it is necessary. It is necessary. I would say it's a requirement for you and I to continually say, I praise the name of God. I lift up the name of Jesus regardless of my situation, regardless of my season. He is faithful, and I'll put my trust in him because I just did an appraisal, and my spirit just confirmed that he's greater than he was yesterday. Deliver me. It goes on to say, My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. That's verse 2, if we could put it up. It says, The humble shall hear. Who are the humble in this case? The humble are the ones who, those people who are around them, those men who were broken, those men who have been, what, stepped on, those men who have been spit on, those men who have been left to die on the side of the road. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, I've been that person who was spit on and left to die. And I know you have been... In moments in your season where you've been left, when no one no one gave you any hope, when people gave up on you, right? How many know what that feels like when you feel alone? Now, it's not fun, but it's necessary. It's necessary. It's the, and, and that's what, what, what David is saying here. He's saying the, num, the humble, those people, those people who are pushed down, he says, they shall hear the praises of my mouth. They shall hear that continual praise, hallelujah, that comes out of my mouth, and they will be encouraged. They'll start to praise the Lord, and all of a sudden, their spirit will do an appraisal on who he is, and they'll come back to life, hallelujah, so your praise will bless another person. All of a sudden, something dead inside of them will become alive. Your praise will motivate Someone, especially that person who's down. Yes. Church, he will deliver me. Yeah. Verse 3 says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Yeah. Magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. This isn't me trying to outpraise you, right? This isn't me trying to sound better than you. This isn't me trying to sound more important than you. This is us coming together and magnifying the name of the Lord together. Hallelujah. Let us exalt his name together. Something about unity. When it's a pure unity. When we can stand side by side and just magnify the Lord, the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Not to impress nobody. Not even to impress him. But to be impressed by him. Glory to Jesus. See, there's some power when you can when you can pray some together with someone for real. I've just been some time and I'm down. So also somebody begins to praise the Lord and it's genuine, right? It's not this fancy thing, it's just genuine. I don't care what the words are, but it's a genuine. It lifts my spirit. It allows me to raise my hands up too and begin to worship. And all of a sudden, not focus on my circumstance or my season, but focus on the Lord. Hallelujah. See, see, if y'all know a little bit of your Bible, if you don't, I don't, I don't want you to feel bad. But it wasn't, the problem wasn't that they put Paul in jail. 
The problem was that they put Paul and Silas in jail together, right? And because they were in there together and they began to praise the name of the Lord, the Bible said they began to sing some songs. I believe that praise, how it was a cold prison. It was cold and they, they were shackled, right? And I'm sure it was dark because there ain't no light. And, and that night, and, and they were praising God. The Bible says that that prison began to shake. The Bible says that all of a sudden the shackles began to break. Hallelujah. And there was an earthquake in that prison because two people decided to praise the God and exalt his name together. It's power when we come together and praise Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. And I pray for a day when we don't have no chairs in here. Can we just come in? I just came to praise him. I just came to praise him. I don't care if I sin. I don't care if I lay down. I don't care what's going on. I just came to exalt the name of God together with my brother, together with my sister. Hallelujah. And we will magnify the Lord. We will exalt his name together. Glory to Jesus. Verse 4 it says, I sought the Lord. And he heard me. I sought the Lord. I, it, it, it's saying I was seeking God. And I was, I was crying out to God. And sometimes we cry out from the inside, right? Sometimes it's a loud cry to God. But sometimes it's this quiet, desperate cry. Because it can't even come out, but God sees it. He hears that desperate cry that comes from the inside of us. The Bible says that what? He delivered me from my fears. Because he will deliver me. We need to say that. We need to say that. He will deliver me. He will deliver me. He will deliver me. Maybe you can't say it, but you need to say it. Something, there's power in your words. There's power in your words. The Bible says that there's power of life or death in your words. You can build somebody up and give them life, or you can kill them with your words. It says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. See, David could have this conversation. David could write these words down because he had intimacy with the Father. There was a relationship there. Doesn't mean that David always heard God. Doesn't mean that David always felt God. But there was a trust there between David and God. It says there, it says, he heard me. He heard me. He heard me. See, see, God is not so moved by what he sees all the time. It's not really what he sees that moves God. But it is what he hears. It's what he hears all over the Bible. People crying out to God and seeing God move. Because it's about what he hears. So when you're in that season when you should just be quiet and give it up, and God says, hmm, he sees you, he ain't moving. It's not until he hears you cry out to him. And he says, oh, he shouldn't even be screaming out. But look, 
He's putting his trust in me. Look, he's praising me. Yo, I'm feeling something up here on the throne because my son, because my daughter is crying out to me when everybody else won't do it. When everybody else gave up. When everybody else turned their back on me. He or she keeps praising me and it causes him to stir. It says, Holy Ghost, would you go down? Would you go down to, to that room where my son, where my daughter is crying out to me and deliver them? Deliver them from their fear. Hallelujah. Church, he will deliver me. Hallelujah. We see David here in, in such a, a difficult time, and yet he's praising God and he's saying, regardless of where I, what's going on, regardless of those who are chasing me, regardless of my situation, I will. Bless the Lord at all times. The Bible says he was blessing the Lord. Not too long after the prophet came to him and gave him a word. It says, David, it's time to leave the cave. It's time to leave the cave. And he left that cave. And God began to open doors that no man could open. God began to shake some things up. God started to move some people out of David's way. God began to make the calling upon his life a reality. Soon after, he would be, what, anointed king in Hebron. Uh, seven years later, he would reign over all of Israel. But he was able to live out his calling, brothers and sisters, because he said this, I will bless the Lord at all times. His own Because he will deliver me. 
just want you to close our eyes just for a minute. I'm going to pray over you and I'm going to make a call. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, Lord, which feeds our spirit, God, which revives our spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this scripture, Lord, that encourages us, Lord, to open our mouth, to cry out to you, God, that we would acknowledge you in all of our ways, God. Oh, God, that we would do a daily appraisal, God, and how much you're worth, God. And realize, God, that you, Lord, are priceless, Lord, but that we're forever eternally grateful, God, that we would love you, Lord, and serve you, Lord, all the days of our lives. Lord. I pray, Lord, your favor over your people in this place, hunger for your word, hunger for your presence, Lord, supernatural power of the Holy Spirit in this place. In Jesus' name. Amen. And, and I'm going to make a call. If you have never received Jesus in your heart as your Savior, as your Savior, He wants to, He wants to reign in your heart. And this is a commitment. This is a decision we make, a choice you make. So when it comes to three, if you want that in your life, you say, Jesus, it's time. And I, I want to make you first. I, I, I need you in my life. And, and I need forgiveness for all those things that hold me back. That's your concert three, and you'll raise your hand. One, two, three. Just raise your hand all over the room. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Church, can we raise our hands with them so they don't feel alone? And I'm going to ask you to say this prayer with me. Jesus, I need you. I need you to be number one. Not number two or three, but number one. Come into my heart, my life, my soul. And renew me, forgive me for my sins, forgive me for the things I've done to hurt you and to hurt others. Come into my heart, change me, never to be the same again, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. connect with you after the service at the connect table. We would love to connect with you because we don't, it's not just, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. And, and before we close, I, I would, we're going to open this altar today. And if you need prayer today, if you say, man, I need prayer. I'm going through it or I just need transformation. Or I want to, I want to uh, validate the, the decision I made that this altar is open. We would love to pray with you today. We would truly love to pray with you today. As the worship team sings, remember, he will deliver you. Thanks for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. Have a blessed week.